What's up, bro? Man, I couldn't couldn't tell if we were still muted or not. Good to go. I feel like you'd do that. That's probably the best part of your day, huh? When you get a when we're about to start a podcast and you're like, all right, I'm gonna mute you for the intro music, and you're like, oh hell yeah, let me ride this out. <laughs> it is nice. I felt like I was muted for a while. A little, little like, bit man, of power is, I get. Am I day, talking bro. too much? <laughs> Eli just leaves me here. Like, fucking sun uh, goes down. <laughs> Still here. We'll just left on mute. <laughs> That's right. What's up, dude? Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday, bro. Happy Friday, everyone. We got two in a row this week. Well. No, two in two weeks. Yeah, two and <laughs> two, 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 two podcasts done. Yeah, so yeah, far yeah, so yeah. good, man. Back on track in the new spot, man. Getting back in the groove. Yeah, and just being a little bit more deliberate with um, maybe our message and what we want to say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll maybe there's like two or three topics in one <clears throat> that sometimes that can be hard to like as people are listening to it. I don't think we rate the three-hour podcast. It's good, though. I think people like it. I like it. him. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Yeah. You can always go back to it and whatnot. But today's a fun one, man. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> I always say, hey, today's a fun one. Like, I don't even know what How about we have fun means. doing it? Fun is subjective if yeah. you like this. Um, <clears throat> something I've been thinking on for a little bit and just trying to frame up how I want to say it. But, um, you know, like um, when you're building your business or, man, just we'll keep it to business. Mm-hmm. It'll bleed into rela- it also bleeds into relationships, but like when people ask for advice or you know go to conventions or or go to somebody's like private group or something to like seek like betterment, like I think the framework. So title. Now nah, we'll get the title later. It'll be on the post. Sure, sure. I think adopting a framework to success is good. You I know, see. like um, like click funnels. Okay. That's a framework. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Or, hey, here's how to do Facebook ads. Here's yep. how to, you know, hey, here's how to market yourself on social media. Here's how to do Google AdWords. Here, you know, so I, I, I do appreciate framework to success and people that have maybe gone before you or, are in, you know, in the same lane as you, but further along. And mm-hmm. But a, being a carbon copy of that person, super common. Yeah, like tra- attempting to be a carbon copy, just taking what you see mm-hmm. and just duplicating it. Yeah, even down to, like, the person's characteristics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even, like, adopting their body language, their mm-hmm. beliefs, their, what they speak to, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess an example that just jumped in my mind, tell me if this is, you know, kind of what you're going for. I know it can be no. used in a, in a lot of different contexts. <laughs> but, for example, let's say someone, they're breaking in, trying to break into public speaking or something, and... Mm-hmm. They show up on stage and they're wearing a hoodie and they're cussing a lot and they're just like forcing it. And you're like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Something like that. If they're trying to like just be like the next Gary Vee and they're quite literally trying to be Gary Vee. Yeah, man. That. And that's like a big, that's like the obvious one that like Mm -hmm. a lot of people can probably understand. But even down to like, let's use us. Let's Mm -hmm. use me. Let's, let's, Mm -hmm. um, let's punish me. I got to be me, right? So, like, as long as I can remember, I would talk trash. Mm-hmm. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> it's funny. As long <laughs> as I can remember. As long as, man, I, I just like, picture a little three-year-old Will just talking shit. Well, not like in, not like in a blatant way, but, like, yeah. or even, I mean, even down to, like, Little League Baseball, mm-hmm. when I was learning how to throw different pitches, like, I remember making eye contact with batters, mm-hmm. and I could tell it bothered him. 
but it didn't bother me. Yep. And it, cool. So the fact that like it bothered him was like, cool. And then I would, this sounds super pedestrian, but it worked. <laughs> I saw them like, I would like look at them. It, it'd throw them off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would, uh, even if I'm throwing a fastball, I would like move the ball in the glove a little bit. Like I'm grabbing a different grip on the ball. Yep. And then they'd be thinking like, oh, a curveball or change ball is coming. Mm-hmm. Nah, bitch, fastball. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. that was in my mind. A couple guys still hit some bombs on me. So they're probably thinking like that guy's dumb. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But like it carried and then it carried into like, uh, you know, high school and then mm-hmm. collegiate, a little bit of pro- mm-hmm. professional level, like just the, just being conscious of like the, what I thought someone's mindset was. Mm-hmm. Like just seeing the game bigger than like the next pitch, but like people's behaviors, how that, you know, um, playing basketball in the street growing up, mm-hmm. you know, like there's just some there and I could be wrong. So I'm going to let you can interject if you feel, you probably will feel. I very rarely remember starting the talk part of that. Okay. But I think I give off a like body language or a demeanor that instigates or invites yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone to say something. Right, right. And then once they do, I don't necessarily like I'm not like a yeller or a screamer or like a fuck you. Like I'm not not that type of like trash talk, yeah, you know. But yeah. like I remember I was working with my buddy. Great guy, Rob. Him and I were police partners. He was in the Marine Corps just, but like, he went in the Marine Corps just before me, and then he got. I ended up doing more more time overall. Cause he, I think he was four or six years, and I was I was like eight. But he went in before me, mm-hmm. and then got out before me. But then we end up, you know, like his mom is friends with my mom. They've been friends for like thirty years, but I didn't like quite know him overly well. But I so long story short, I come back from the Marine Corps and some government work and, and I'm coming back to Colorado and I'm, I've put myself into the process for the police academy. Mm-hmm. Well, Rob decided to go to school to be a pilot, right? So he was doing, so even though he got out before me and he was still, and he was here in Colorado, he went to college and stuff and um, to become a pilot and waste his time and not be a pilot now. <laughs> like, but <laughs> we, so Rob. long story short, he was doing that. So even though he was home sooner, he was doing other stuff. So we ended up going into the police academy at the same time. Okay. And he actually got me a job with the defense contractor. So him and I were working together and man, like just the trash talk started there as far as like he would, he would talk about shooting or how to, you know, and I'm like, nah, man, you know, it ain't like that, you know? And then like, it would test him. And so long story short, it would come into like the police academy. Okay. Now we're on the shooting range and we're shooting. They time us, you know, and we're shooting. There's a couple like pieces that are like, you know, decently difficult leveled, mm-hmm. especially for people that are novice. Rob's not novice at shooting. Rob's actually very proud of his shooting because he cowboy shoots. He's been shooting since a kid, and, like, that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. His dad's a detective for the department that we're going into, and he's a distinguished shooter for mm-hmm. that department. So, mm-hmm. like, home field advantage, I guess. He's got a lot to live up to, yeah. But this is – I'm painting this picture because there will be more stories that come from this. I hope Rob listens. I'll email this podcast. <laughs> but I know like when someone's looking at my targets and I know okay. when we're doing something that's a, a decent level of difficulty mm-hmm. when it comes to shooting. And I know when my, not only was I faster than you, my group is tighter than you, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't, I wouldn't trash talk 
But I'd catch them looking at my target, for example, and I'd say something like, isn't that something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smile. Yeah, yeah. That is such a fucking bomb to drop. Uh-huh. And it goes, and then goes a little bit more. And then like, now I get verbal. Yeah. Now I start talking. It's, but I'm not, I'm not out of my game though. Right. You're out of yours. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you're, you're not that, you're not the seed planter kind of guy. And like, I remember he told me, uh, we were going for like in-service one time. Oh, digressing. Yes. I was high shooter out of the academy. <laughs> Expected. Mildly interesting. It was expected. We go to an in-service one and his dad's coming. So in-service is like when you've got to annually, you got to call four times a year okay. to just keep your shooting so you don't, they can say that you won't shoot someone who should not be shot. Right, right. And I remember him like coming back to the trash like, like, because I was like, we were going on the same day and I was like, man, we're going on the same day. Hey, that'd be cool, but kind of tired of beating you, dude. <laughs> That's me in the, co- in the cop yeah, car yeah, next yeah, to him. Yeah. Like, man, I just, you, all right, you know this because I do this to you. I'll start talking to get you to listen. So, like, we're going to go to in-service and, like, hey, cool, we got in-service next Tuesday. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you don't want to go? Like, nah, dude, I'm just tired. Like, you know, like, we go and it's all day and, like, <laughs> you know, so I get coming. tired. Like, my brain gets numb, dude, because I've beat your ass so many times. Like, I can't yeah. even, I'm not even excited. <laughs> but see how the first part of that sentence, yeah, like, gets yeah. you to, like, listen yeah, to me? Yeah. And then you, then you regret ever listening to me. As soon as I hear that tone come out, I'm like, oh, God, here it comes. Well, Stop he was like, coming. he goes, well, my dad's going to be there, so. Yes, you're gonna have your hands full. And I said, "Man, I'm so excited to take both Fowlers out in one day. Like, that's got to be some Jesse James shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're shooting for for time and on steel. And like, oh, this is gonna this is gonna be a real hoot. Yeah, like I'm actually more excited now. And you know what I did? Beat him. I fucking yep. stole him. <laughs> sure. I fucking smoked him. Yep. But that's so. What, Will? Why are you gloating? Why are you get true? This is like a little bit of a non-humble brag. But that's me. Mm-hmm. Just like, man, even, even the Marine Corps. Dude, I remember showing up for like op orders or if we had like one time we had to go somewhere. And this is maybe where I, I got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder from one of my old commanders. Like we had to, we got, we got an alert. We had it and we were going to be, tra- we were going to be getting in a plane and going overnight. Like, uh, not even sure if I can talk about that mission. Not that it was that crazy. It's just that it's, it's within a top secret category. Get a, get a, you know, hey, we got to go right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we're going to go get briefed for a minute. Then, then you'll go grab your shit and you'll get out of there. And I remember just being shirtless mm-hmm. with someone else's sandals on because I don't wear sandals. <laughs> and I remember like a, one of our commanders, like, just, it was just like, it's not that it's not okay, like, because we're all, it's the middle of the night and whatnot. But like, I remember just kind of looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, and he's just like, sandals, get, no shirt. He's like, Good thing you're good at what you do, huh? <laughs> just doing, just doing cowboy there. shit. Just in that, you know. And like, yeah. I remember him kind of phrasing it a certain way. And I was like, yeah, cowboy shit, man. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. And but I think I have the personality of like being a gentleman and being very caring. And like, it's all love. It's never to to hurt anyone. But like, yeah, man, I I have a chip on my shoulder from with my ability in some things. And I also think that if you've actually been a practitioner in those theaters. You have to have a certain level of chip on your shoulder to have the confidence mm-hmm. to execute. Yeah. Bro. And you've also got to have a strong enough backbone that if, you know, like the whole last shot thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you mm-hmm. want all the credit to, when you think about taking the last shot at the end of the game to make it, like, well, what happens when you don't make it? Because you might miss it more than you make it. Yeah. 
can you shoulder that kind of thing? Right. <clears throat> you know, but bleeding into like business, dude, I want to, I want to fuck everybody up. Mm-hmm. And I like trash talking a little bit here and there, like within Rome or like when we're out with our buddies, dude, I've, man, I've pissed people off in cornhole. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. And all jokes aside, this is like the, I don't say I'm not proud of it, but I got under your skin. Yeah. Okay. It ends up causing like a problem. But like, man, hey, I saw that. I saw you break. Yep. I see that. Like you just got, you just got emotional. Mm-hmm. I got you. And like now you're over here being weird at me and then we end up butting heads. But, but I got you to, I got oh, you to come shit. over here. I got you. I got you to like have over, your line crossed before my line crossed while I'm still yeah. banging shots in Cornhole. It doesn't fuck up my game. Yeah. It's just me. Yep. Okay. Digressing. Even in like taking this into business and whatever it may be, you know, I've adopted framework of, of people that are successful and they've had solicited advice for us, whatever it may be. But like, I can't then adopt their demeanor mm-hmm. and not have my characteristics, not bust balls, not talk, not have a chip on my shoulder, not be, you know, uber competitive, even to <clears throat> a point that some might consider not productive because it is productive for me, like whatever mm-hmm. is in my mind, like I'm mm-hmm. fully aware of where my mind is at when it's, mm-hmm. when it's certain places, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be Ben Newman. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be Andy Frisella. I don't want to be, you know, Brian Shantosh. I don't want to be Eli Schmidt. I don't want to be Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. Like I want to adopt frameworks and piece of successes, but you know, like I got to be me and like, dude, so going back to pitching, Part of my success at being a pitcher was the fact that I would throw four curveballs in a row. And, like, <clears throat> if you know anything about baseball, not, you know, pitchers are, like, emotionless and, like, you go, you know, like, per algorithm, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm supposed, oh, okay, it's two balls, one strike. I mm-hmm. should be throwing this pitch at this here, you know? Yep. Man, dude, I'd be, I'd be smirking. You miss my curveball, and I'd smirk at you. Yep. While you're batting, mm-hmm. I was interacting with you. Pitchers mm-hmm. don't. Well, not all pitchers. Some pitchers do. It was just like it wasn't like a, an acceptable yeah, behavior, yeah. yet that allowed me to be successful. And it mm-hmm. never got me out of my game. Mm-hmm. Bringing into business, like, it's the same thing. You know, like, we still have to be who we are. You know, and, like, so I'm on my Instagram today, and I'm, there's a couple of comments on that I wrote statements about your circle and are you a value add. And, like, everybody's so, like protect your circle and put yourself around people like this. And I'm just thinking like, are you even the fucking person that would rate to be in that circle? Do you even think about, you might be the one getting X'd out Mm -hmm. and, and man, maybe that's harsh and maybe don't people say that, but like from my stance as a practitioner and what I observe within my own network, that is fucking true. And some of you should be fucking talking about that with yourself. Maybe not the most popular thing to say is like someone that's trying to attract business or attract agents or attract whatever. And it's like, no man, I'm going to be mean. I'm going to speak from context mm-hmm. versus like be a carbon copy of Ben Newman and just say what Ben says or be friendly because Ben's friendly. Like Ben's mm-hmm. just Ben. Mm-hmm. Ben's being mm-hmm. Ben. Like me trying to be Ben is not going to, you know, get me anywhere. And then, you know, people that you can kind of tell are like that. It's like, man, are you even talking from a place of context and experience or are you just talking shit? You're just trying to say what you think should be said versus I- like experience and observing truly what's around you. Yeah. And speaking yeah. to all of it, you know, like speaking all of it. I think that comes down to, you know, who you are. 
you have an identity, you're comfortable with your identity and you have that foundation. And when you know who you are, it's easier to stay who you are and look at framework and then adopt it to who you are. Yeah. Or just conversations with yourself, right? Like Mm -hmm. give me your opinion on this. By the way, Diesel Mike said to let you talk more today. So, <laughs> cool. loading questions. So, Mike, if you're listening, I need you to text me with this timestamp of where uh, you're at. On I know this we're podcast. only like 20 minutes in. Yeah. And now I'm going to beat you in that Rolex watch race. <laughs> but, like, one of the, man, one of the biggest things that bothers me from like unsolicited advice or people that are around you is like the whole, like they hear some wins from us and it's like, ah, oh, just, you know, hey, just keep, be, keep being humble, be humble. <laughs> no, oh man, like hey, if you, hey be humble. No, I feel like, are you saying that to me because keep getting your sleep? Because I'm not. Yeah. Because I'm not humble. Spend time with family. Do you uh, know anything about me to know whether I'm humble or not? Like, and that's such a yeah. That's such an interesting word because mm-hmm. I humble to the point of what? Like, I think people adopt humble to like a demeanor, a personality, a behavior, versus like a feeling, an understanding. You know, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, man, I've always like someone might consider you humble. You know Mm -hmm. why? Because you don't fucking talk. Mm -hmm. If they knew what was in your brain, I know it's in your brain because you talk (laughs) about it. And that's some nasty shit. (laughs) No, it's not. Not nasty. But like, I know I'm doming you out here. I'm going too far. I'm embellishing. You have some very assertive, more strict Mm -hmm. um, thoughts, standards than I do in some realm. But because you're not necessarily as outspoken and people might not be aware of them one might come across as like Eli is very humble, right? Eli yep. is a guy that like, oh, he would score a touchdown and he wouldn't dance in the end zone. He would just hand it to the referee. It's like, that's because Eli's flat-footed and can't dance. <laughs> that's why he's not dancing in the end zone. So then he's just going to hand the ball off. But then while after he handed the ball off and he's running to the sidelines, he's like, hey, you see that little bitch try to tackle me? Fucking joker. You might <laughs> He might say that, but it's just to his team. Like, so then it's like, there's just less access to some of your thought and it's like, I'm using you as an example. Yep, yep, yep. People might assume that that person's humble, and it's mm-hmm. like, man, I don't think you have enough context to identify that person as humble or not. Most don't. people don't have that for anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can only really speak that way to, like, man, people you but truly, But why is truly, it such truly, truly a, uh, an advice giver? <laughs> because it's one of those things that helps, like, stifle someone's success. I you feel know, like say, it's, I feel like the, it's a virtue, I feel like they're virtue signaling. Well, I feel like when you tell people to remind them to be humble, that's also your way of, of making a statement that you are in itself humble because you're very aware of being humble. So you're, you remind people surface to be level. That's what they're trying to come off as like super famous people or well-known people or but, people that accomplish like, Oh, Hey, I'm nobody. Hey, it's like, and it's like, shut up, dude. <laughs> it's easy to say that because you already know everybody knows who you are. So, but then by saying that, I know what you, I know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like, it, hey, why it could be, be it could be any number of things. It could sure. also be someone who truly thinks like, man, I've just put in the work over a long enough time. I'm nobody special. I just fucking mm-hmm. did the work. It could literally be something like that. Yeah. I think you know? humble. I think being humble is like just understanding because humble is also like, <clears throat> I know it's a constant. But I get curious as, as into like what, um, what behavior surfaces mm-hmm. most. And or I, surfaces at certain times. I think it's just how you make other people feel. Because mm-hmm. to your point, like, man, there's a lot of outspoken, a lot of really competitive dudes who are also humble because they don't make others around them feel like they're less than them. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I feel like that's what humble is because, man, you can be a quiet guy who, you know, 
makes other people feel like shit, you know, mm -hmm. just in the things that you do say. And maybe mm -hmm. you're not braggadocious and, and outlandish, but maybe you just say one little comment that people are like, oh, bro, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's more of the accurate way to assess something versus like people's personalities or how yeah. outspoken yeah. they are. How do, how do you, like you, you make people feel fucking good when people are around you and it's like, man, we have fun. You get them pumped up. People leave True. this room feeling a thousand times better than but they But then I also in. bleed confidence. <clears throat> so then people sometimes take it for like, they feel they need to remind me to also be humble. And that's where it's like, hey, you're listening to me talk within a lane that I feel I'm at a professional level at mm -hmm. and I'm consistent with and I can speak to it, right? Like that, I think my humble comes out when you get to know me better and you're around me enough to where there's you see more going on mm -hmm. and you'll hear me say how much like I don't know something or how many questions I do ask or how much I do listen. But yeah. typically when you see me, if you're not in my circle per se, right? Like, <clears throat> well, I'm only around when I'm teaching, mm -hmm. instructing mm -hmm. on a podcast. So, I tend to come off within a lane of like, hey, man, that guy talks a lot. Or, man, that guy's super confident. Like, well, kind of, kind of. I'm super confident. Which is in, also okay. I'm super confident in this lane. Yeah, but you don't meet but people the, around but you. But that's also why you're listening to me. Like, are you listening to yeah. me to, like, be super humble and, like, ask you, like, ask the audience what their opinion of what I should talk about is? I don't know. Like, it's just interesting. No, but bottom line is, man, like, you make people feel good, you know, for the most part, unless they're a week or insecure or whatever, or just shithead person where mm -hmm. they're trying to like find reasons to not feel okay. But then my confidence will come out sometimes because if I, if you step on me a certain way or behave toward me a certain way, I'll remind you that that's inappropriate, mm -hmm. but then I'm okay to go right back to where we were at. And yeah. I think that yeah. fucking throws people off. The bottom line is this. I'm, I was elaborating on all of mm -hmm. this because you said people don't know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you should just have more conversations with yourself. And that I also it. think that like, you got to find what works to find who you are as well, right? Like what, mm -hmm. what profession you're getting into and what type of people, like there are certain people, because I'm me, but then there's like other me's, right? Let's use relationships for, mm -hmm. for an example. Like I've dated someone before where like as much as I was aware of myself, it was like they brought the worst out of me, mm -hmm. right? Like cussing or like just certain that. things. And it's like, is that even you? Mm -hmm. Same thing with like professions, right? Like, Depending on what I choose to do and where I where I where I follow in place, where I fall in a place, and maybe it's not good for me, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And then like, I think it derives from like the work. Like if you put in the work before, so like real estate was super new for me, right? This is this is a good example. I think in my mind, I do not look like real estate mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And when I tried to look like real estate, I wasn't necessarily bad. And I think we all tend to like try to look the part. You're not faking it until you make it. It's not not to that extent, but just trying to like look the part or fit in because you're you're, you're wanting to. I mean, it's new. So you're like do what you think you should do. Yeah. So you yeah. mean you're wearing the time, whatever. Like I wasn't doing a bad job, and I wasn't mm -hmm. that it was not me. I just wasn't in my wasn't in my flow state. I had to just mm -hmm. get back to being me and like put the work in to figure out like, hey, what are my strengths in this industry? Mm -hmm. Where what am I really good at as far as like with people with contracts and you know. Things like that, like, and then gravitate to that, but then also just understand like, I've, I've got to be myself in that lane. I can't yeah. go copying Ryan Serhant for the sake of, well, he's successful, so let me mirror that. Because mm -hmm. now, again, like, it, nothing will come from context. Everything will come from I'm just repeating what Ryan Serhant does. Mm -hmm. Even down to people that copy our channel, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like, take the name. You can take our YouTube channel name, you, you know, but if you're, if you're not 
organically being yourself. You're trying to be something on camera. You know how many people don't smile and I see them smiling nonstop on a camera? <laughs> I can feel that, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, hey, take the title. T- you can copy all of ours. I don't care. Doesn't, we don't own that, right? Like, do your thing, but you're still not being yourself on camera. You're still mm-hmm. not, you haven't put enough work in to like really feel like where you've got a niche in the game, mm-hmm. which means you're not going to be unique. You're not going to be different. You know, and I yeah, wonder why yeah. people think that like, if you just do everything that someone else does, like that's how you, like, no man. Yeah. That's not the way to do it. And you can't just do, yeah, just do what other people do. Cause that might not work for you at all. And if you're always oh. trying to do that, man, you might be shooting yourself in the foot. Cause more than you would think, man, like people feel that energy, they feel that, man, it's just not coming off as genuine. Even though if they can't tell you're copying someone else, it's just not coming off as genuine. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think it's important. You know, my, my biggest piece here is like your your personal relationships matter big mm-hmm. time, right? Who you decide to be a partner with, your friends. Are you in an echo chamber? You know, like, mm-hmm. are you just around like-minded people that like, oh man, everything you say is good to go and everything they say is good to go. And I'm like, oh, good to go. Like, do you adopt that? Or like you're seeking a certain, like after we were on Andy Fursella's podcast, do I come back and like, now I'm cussing mm-hmm. and I'm super assertive and because like, hey, I, I, and it probably looks like I should be like that. I don't, I don't know, but like, but it's not me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like that when I was on his podcast. Mm-mm. Not like that after his podcast. Like I'm still mean. I just see a lot. Of like when people, like for example, when people seek a circle, mm-hmm. like you seek the Frisella brothers, mm-hmm. you know, you seek a Ben Newman, like you start adopting their beliefs, their characteristics, their style of photos. And it's like, man, like you're not going to get in the room with those guys by being another one of them. Mm-mm. Just be, be one Mm-mm. of them, but be you. Man, they can see it too. I bet they so can. hardcore they can see it, and, but they don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Andy probably would if, like, if we brought this up, he'd probably talk for a day on this. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I think it's just so so back com- to being, I think it's so common. Well, but so back to being like being who you are, right? Like, this yeah. might not be a popular topic of discussion. This might rub people the wrong way. My, you know, my post on Instagram today might rub someone the wrong way. Good, mm-hmm. knowing like oh, I'm not going to listen to that guy anymore. I'm not going to, you know, like. Mm-hmm. What you don't realize is like I'm already prepared for that and I'm actually filtering you out. Yeah. Those statements are to challenge you or filter you. Yeah. I'm, you know, and so you're, there is no leverage that's giving up. But like, yeah, man, it's interesting. Like I, we see that a lot. We mm-hmm. see it a lot in business. There, there was a, a tweet that Gary Vee had put out years ago and he had copied his tweet and then a reply to it. But he had said like, um, uh, like something along the lines of like, you know, kindness is the most underrated something or other, right? In other mm-hmm. words, like be kind in business. And then someone else replied to it. Yeah, but kindness is taken as weakness. And then his reply was by weak people. And mm-hmm. that was like such a good response to a phrase like that. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it's just like this, just the opposite side of like, man, challenging somebody, having conflicting beliefs, just being yourself, like whatever that is, like can, can be perceived as a certain way. And then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. By weak fucking people. All yeah. good. And I, I definitely think like when like people don't put the energy into like correcting people or when they're watching them adopt certain things, it's like it just might not be worth their time to even dive into a person that's at the level of like doing mm-hmm. that because the right. person higher up exactly per se, higher up per se in business or whatnot, like can already identify and like understand what that person is and they're it's, and it's just not. looking up here, you know, like mm-hmm. all that other shit is down here. Yeah, but you copying everything they do is not a compliment. No. 
No. no. And compliment? No. Or uh-uh. like even more importantly, like when you talk about like, hey, people don't really know who they are. Man, that's such a great one because I've got this second point today if you're, mm-hmm. if you're okay with it. <laughs> Please. The responsibility behind doing what the fuck you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And having dove into yourself and your work ethic and all of that before you seek quote unquote mentorship or people that are like pouring into you for your business and helping you out. And you're like, yeah, I know this is great. And you know, they help you write out your goals. They, you know, and like, but then like, I don't believe you when you say, even if someone's like, Oh, they had every intention of putting the work in, but then they just didn't. I don't believe you. I don't think that you had every intention to do that because I don't think you've even had the conversation with yourself. And I don't think you've ever put yourself to this test with work prior. And this is why fitness can be such a good tool because it's a physical representation for you. It's like, well, how do Will, how do I test myself if I don't know where I'm at with my own work ethic and my own level of proficiency? Like, work out. Mm-hmm. Just make a goal. Gain muscle. Lose fat. Be more flexible. Mm-hmm. Be more athletic. Be more proficient with your, with your mobility movements. Take a goal. Stick to it. And then do everything you can to be the best yeah. level of yourself within that lane. I'm not asking you to play pro baseball, right? But, like, get to an extremely high level for you yeah. within whatever goal that was like, that's going to let you know right away. Like, are you disciplined? Mm-hmm. Do you have what it's like? But if you can't find a way to test yourself before you go seeking mentorship, seeking guidance, seeking different circles to help you, because you're going to find it. You're not ready for and it. And you're yeah. going to burn that bridge and they're never going to help you again. And yeah. like, I'm at that point with, with people that are around like in our circle, like it's, and, it, and here's the thing though. Like it's not, I don't dislike you. I don't not respect you. I don't not like you as a person or a human. It's, it's like none of that. We're talking about energy in and energy out and time spent and like. You're just not there yet. But it's so disrespectful to take people's time when you have zero intention or you've just put no strategy or put yourself to the test with whether you're going to actually put the work in or mm-hmm. not. And whether you actually like you're so excited to be around that circle and oh, I've leveled up. I'm in a better circle now. And hey, you are the five people. You hang around like, I hope they still let you hang around. You Have you ever value. thought of that? You got to fucking bring value. Yeah. Man. And sometimes if the only value, like for me, right? I don't need, I don't need a lot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like if I'm pouring into someone, they're not going to give me anything. There's mm-hmm. and this man, that sounds pretentious, but just bear with me. Let's just keep it in business. Okay. There's nothing that they're going to do for me. That's a value add. Everything that I'm doing to try to coach them, mentor them, whatever word you want to put on it, is merely drastically more for their benefit than it is for mine. But at times, just you doing what you say you're going to do and building your brand, that's enough. Mm -hmm. Just me being able to realize that the time I gave was worth it because you're applying it and seeing you win, dude, that's baller. Yeah, that's the ROI. That's baller. And it reminds mm-hmm. me of, of like coaches, man, like football coaches. Mm-hmm. They don't need that shit. Teachers make like five bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they make like 30 grand a year and they get they get like an extra $700 to be the coach for the summer. Right. They're giving you how many hours a week in the summer? Like I got buddies that are high school coaches, bro. I think it's like 800 Summers bucks or 1200 done, bucks yeah. extra pay for the season. It's crazy. Dude, you're making like five cents an hour if you actually put into like how much they're doing. And yeah. They're cool with it, dude. Yep. But all they want to do is see you win. But it is gratifying. It is rewarding for that coach to watch you win. And like, I feel so, I, I'm sometimes like that in real estate. Like, 
anyone can come mm-hmm. help with do deals. I don't give mm-hmm. a sh- mm-hmm. that's you're a commodity. If that's all you are, you're a commodity. There's a ten trillion agents that would love to fucking have deals handed mm-hmm. to them. But watching someone win and apply themselves, like, dude, that's super gratifying for me. And like it's like I'm okay if that's the only return. It's not like a well, what's in it for me? It's not in it from like a jerk standpoint, but it blows my mind how people don't think that it's disrespectful to take time and ask questions and have somebody they don't value their own fucking time. Well, that's they don't understand the value of money or of time. They don't understand the value of time. So when they're taking someone's time, it means nothing because they don't look at their time as valuable. Yeah. Or like when they decide to do the work, they're just, it's, again, it's, they have an experience. Like I see this in the coaching realm, like mm-hmm. being a part of like Ben Newman's company and seeing more coaches. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're just a, you're just a dupe. You're just a copy. You're not telling your own story. Like you might tell someone like, Hey, you should be motivated. And here's how to be motivated. Like, where does that even come from, bro? Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, establishing these three things within your business are important. How do you know? Like, I agree. I agree with the three things that you said, but like, where is that coming from? man? Like, did you get that from someone else? And you're just now you've got the template. So now you coach it. Like, and that's the dangerous part about Mm -hmm. leadership, mentorship, coach, Mm-hmm. nowadays dude i can't stand it yeah i'm the opposite you call me your mentor you're gonna piss me off because <laughs> i didn't give that to you and mm-hmm. maybe i'm narrow-minded you know but like that whole mentorship thing man like that's a gift that someone gives you and they don't call you their mentor but someone you look up to that you're growing into that circle or that that lane of business when they decide to meet with you individually and give you time that's what that is. And maybe you have a lot of mentors or maybe you've never actually had a real one. Mm-hmm. It could be either one, but like, don't call me your mentor. Especially if you aren't doing what you said you were going to do, mm-hmm. but you call me that on public forum to what? Because somehow that throws me some credit. I don't need the credit. Mm-hmm. I don't need any of that. What I need is for you to just get after it and do what you said you were going to do which is why I invested my time in the first place. You know, and like, dude, Donald Cerrone said this about way back, and I don't know if he ever was public about it, but no one would put their fucking stamp on him. Like, he went down to New Mexico, like coaches in Denver. He was still partying, and all he wanted to do was, like, fucking spar, didn't want to train. Mm-hmm. No coaches wanted to corner him. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, man, if I corner your fight, you know, like, hey, I'm putting my stamp on you, dude. If you lose... But you don't lose professionally. You don't lose because you just got beat. You lose because you're unprepared. I'm unprepared. Right, right. Hey, man, I ain't doing it. Like, and then he went down to, to Jackson's and, yeah. you know, then Jackson was like, hey, I want you to be my 155er. And, but he was just down there in, in, in a culture where, like, I think he got exposed to what that stuff was. And then, mm-hmm. and then you know, obviously Jackson put a stamp on him. But, man, that, those things are just super important. But, again, all of this indirectly loops back to, like, you got to be you. Because mm-hmm. when you're being you and you're getting after and you're putting your time in, you're going to find – your niche and you're also going to find how you'd like to do that niche, which then leads you to the appropriate style of mentorship and leadership that you'll graduate into mm-hmm. versus trying to find that first and then reverse it. Cause when yeah. you reverse it, you just pretend like you're that person. You yep. just, you're just mimicking everything that that person says you're mimicking their behaviors and it's not going to get you anywhere, man. Yeah. And you know, it's funny too. Like I think so many people are so afraid to, um, say anything negative or or percept, perceived as negative or piss anybody off that 
everything just becomes so diluted and so vanilla. And dude, that was me for a long time. And I'm still like not controversial by any means, but I, I'm getting better at bringing up more things that I'm just personally am into instead Mm -hmm. of like, Oh shit, I can't post that because I don't want people to think this where you end up just speaking to nobody, you know, or you do just end up sounding kind of like everybody else. Yeah. Just having like ownership, being part of who you are. Did I remember like when we first started this podcast, there was no way you were going to talk about shrooms. Yeah, no way. Actually, I think there wasn't any way, but then I think episode one, you brought up ecstasy and someone was talking about that. On purpose. I know, I know, I know. On purpose. And it's like, yeah, like, are you a good dude? Are you a smart guy? Are you successful? Do you use these as tools and they're a benefit to you? Yeah. Then what, what's the problem with talking about it? Right. And if More anyone, well, and if anyone spreads judgment toward it, well, Joe Rogan's a huge example yeah. of like things that are considered taboo. He's used as tools and. Well, if you respect the individual and everything they're about and everything they've accomplished and these things have enhanced them, mm-hmm. well, then you have to take the whole addict or drug abuse conversation out of it because whatever drug he's consuming is not the addiction problem. Mm-hmm. It's people's inability to not become an addict with things and yeah. abuse. Like maybe it's genetic, maybe it's not. I don't know. Like it, it's not for, yeah. it's out of my scope, but see, well, that's, how, that's see how humble that, that was? <laughs> out of my scope. But the bottom line is like, yeah, just being, just being rooted in who you are and being okay. And I don't mean don't have a filter and... No, I'm not talking about mushrooms with my grandma at Christmas, right? Unless she listens to the podcast, right? Like, because maybe that's not the right audience, but just just being rooted in who you are and just like, hey, if you're a good guy that's gotten after it and has some things work for you, why not Why not yeah. talk about it? And right. like, you'll get these, the Grant Cardones of the world, the, you know, we're like, hey man, maybe not, the, the David Goggins of the world, like, oh, people got shit to say about those dudes. But those dudes have also given permission for a lot of people to be themselves. And yep. I'm not saying that you should need that permission, but yes, man, like there's, there's some people that have gone out and be, been successful, you know, that have been a certain way. Maybe they're a little bit over the top for the sake of being louder. So people actually see it. Mm-hmm. But you know, like for example, like when you're a bodybuilder, your tan is dark as fuck. It's ridiculous. Because the lights on stage yeah. are so bright, they yeah. will whitewash you out. You won't be able to see any cuts. Mm-hmm. So you have to be that. So I wonder if like these guys are over the top with some things because like society is so loud or so bad. Like they have to be that mm-hmm. rooted, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. outlandish to just get the normal response that you might get in like a closed environment. I don't know. Yeah. So I wonder if they're over the top for, for reasons. But the bottom line is, man, They've given a lot of people permission to be themselves. Take yeah. that how you may. No, and I think but. that's really important, man, because when you look at, I mean, even how we're conditioned as kids. Like, I remember growing up, bro, it was like, man, I, I wore the Walmart shoes. I could never have, I didn't have Nikes till probably freshman year. And mm-hmm. that, and even then, they were a pair from Goodwill. Mm-hmm. But that was something that, like, that was an issue for me. And it was commented on all the time. And it was mm-hmm. like, even in school, from the brands that we wear you wear something different than you normally wear. People are saying shit. So it's like our entire lives as children, I feel like we're, if you try and step out of the norm, man, Mm -hmm. people quickly fucking squash it. And then I think that carries over into corporate world. Thankfully we're not corporate guys, but that's extremely prevalent in corporate world. You can't Mm -hmm. piss anyone off. You can't come off like an asshole, even in an email in corporate world, unless you're CEO or somebody. Right. So I think a lot of that is natural. And that's why I like to use the word permission because the more that we're able to observe people just, finding success and people actually embracing people for who they are, not because they stand in, it really helps shift perspective. I agree. And I've also heard podcasts, you know, out there that, that speak about, you know, like your circle or your tribe or whatever it is. And like how much you enjoy the people around you and how they're, they're so similar to you. I have a hard one with that. Mm-hmm. Cause like our circle is very diverse, mm-hmm. 
very different minded. So we get a lot of perspectives, which is great. But then I'm just making sure that like I'm rooted in who I am. Mm-hmm. But I don't want people to just be around me that are good to go with me yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like just, yeah. I never bother them. There's never anything in question. There's, we're just, we're just, ha- we're just, it's one big echo chamber. I don't think that's growth. And then you, that is an environment where you start drinking your own Kool-Aid or, you, you know, mm-hmm. you start believing your own bullshit. That's, it, I think that that can get dangerous for your growth. Oh, yeah. The other side is like, well, you got so many people speaking, so many different types of folks in your circle. Yeah, but like fundamentally in my circle, different careers, different walks of life, different ages, but like their integrity, their core values, who they want to be as a person are very rooted in I agree. similar. I was like, about to say that, yeah. Right, like the men that we have around us, they're good fathers and their mm-hmm. careers in a certain place and like they do have standards mm-hmm. for themselves and, and I think a desire to want to be yeah, better a but their thought process is extremely different yeah. and then how they come to their thought process is interesting and i like that because people around me have no problem like hey what the fuck is that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey did you think about this i like it because then it just gives me things to like hey don't believe everything you think mm-hmm. you know you start drinking your own kool-aid or you're in your own flow for however long like don't necessarily believe everything that you think and being yeah. ha- able to have people that are Super dynamic that can just give you different perspectives. Now, if you're not careful, you can just start doing things because someone said to do it. Like that's if not you don't know who you are or believing right? something yep. just because. Yep. Oh well, be- Joe Rogan said something on the podcast, so now you regurgitate that. Yeah, I'm not saying don't regurgitate it, but what I am saying is like, have you given any thought? Have you processed any of that before you decide to just take it at face value and regurgitate it? Yeah, you know, like for your own benefit. Yeah. So same. So same thing. You know, like something that helps me with that having such a dynamic circle and like not falling into like a, a pattern. We talked about this the other day, white space on your calendar, mm-hmm. like deliberate space that does not get booked up. Mm-hmm. You know, like you and I were, um, I think it was yesterday or it was the Marine Corps birthday. You know, we had some work to do and then it was like, yeah, man, cool. We're going to bang that out. And then I'm going to go get lost on some road somewhere in the truck. So mm-hmm. if you need me, I won't be there. Sorry, bro. Don't <laughs> fall off your ladder. I'm not, you know, and it was like, yeah. Oh, cool. And like, I feel, you know, I don't have it, like, every week. I don't know if I schedule it, like, well, I do know. I don't schedule it religiously, and maybe I could be better about that. But I know, like, when I feel it, and, like, I know when I'm gathering a ton of information, like, with our days with work, right? Like, we're gathering a ton of data and a ton of things that are going on so we can make assessments on what you and I are doing next and how we're combat- and how we're growing, and, you know, and then we're also gathering, like, beliefs and ideas and different things from, like, people in our circle, and we've got all of that. Like, I feel like I can... I collect so much, like, once I get a little full, I want to pause, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, one thing that's been built into my schedule, but I don't deliberately do it, is, like, cash, man, if I'm laying in bed with him, he ain't going, that boy ain't going to bed, yes, he still sleeps with us, if, if you're that other parent, like, hey, that's cool, go fuck yourself, right, but Kate will give him a bath at night, right, because, like, hey, bath before bed, then she'll start getting him settled down, and then cool, and like, but that gives me time to myself or like, man, maybe I got some music on, you know, maybe the TV's on or something, but like, I've got this oversized beanbag. It's amazing. It has an <laughs> ottoman with it. It's, dude, it's baller. I pause and I just process my day. I process my thought. I'm just, I'll go back to my notes, things in my phone that I've written down and just like think about what I think about that. Mm-hmm. It's important. Right. Does that make any sense? Like I write thoughts down or ideas or something that someone's mm-hmm. given me or, and then I think about what I think Mm -hmm. about that it's really important 
Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that you are who you are and you're so comfortable with who you are is because you're constantly doing these. But it's perishable if you don't work on it. So like for the people going back to like one of your first points of like, yeah, I don't even know if people know like who they are. Well, it's effort. Find out, like go put the work in and go find out who you are and go, go think, you know, when you're gathering information, like just be a critical thinker. Like just think like, well, what do I think of that? Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you've never done that before, it's okay to say, I don't know what I think of that. Maybe I should go research. Mm-hmm. And just by putting the work that into yourself, <clears throat> you're going to find a lot. Versus like, man, you listen to Andy, you listen to Joe or whoever, and then you just go regurgitate the shit that they're saying. Or or you want to be a part of certain circles and you look up to certain people so they believe something or they think something. So then you're just over here saying, saying the same thing on your on your podcast or on your platform and you're adopting their, their demeanor and whatnot. It's Look just at like, the fucking news, man. Look at the political parties. You see, well, that, that's you a see whole, that happen on that's a, a mass scale. That's a day for a whole All drink over party. the place. Yeah, that's yeah. A whole, there's also like money and corruption in that. Yeah, I'm well, talking like people's just purest form of they're complacent to who they are, so they're adopting someone else's. But that's what I'm saying. Like, well, it, it's but m- the news and stuff is like, no, Pfizer fucking funds your channel. Mass. You're not going to say anything. No, I get no, that. No, people I are just clearly going to the public. Yeah, like, but that's. I think there's just more maliciousness in that, right? Because people do know something's inappropriate, or they do know something's not accurate, but they're going to report something else anyway because this fucking place pays your bills. And when you see how the but there's awareness, but there's awareness to it though. I'm talking about today on the podcast. There's a lot like of people watch people. Yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah, because they're watching the news. You're yes, t- oh, you're talking yes. about the consumers. Yes, yes. Watching. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're just not a critical thinker. No, exactly. Hopefully if, that's exactly what we're talking about. Well, hopefully, have you know we have faith in our audience that listens to this that you guys aren't that. And if you are, like, sorry. Unless you guys are but, all our tribe and don't have conflicting. But just ideas. find a way to like you know like when you're, you know like if Aaron Rodgers, if you're if you're the backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers. You know, or you're in Little League, you're in high school, and you're a quarterback. Yeah. So you're watching, like, everything you can about Aaron Rodgers. Like, try to learn what you can about that guy's smarts of the game, how he mm-hmm. breaks down film and how he reads defenses and how he calls audibles and why he's, you know. But don't necessarily try to throw the ball like that if that's mm-hmm. not you. Mm-hmm. If you don't throw the ball that way, if you don't understand how that guy's God-given when it comes to that or a Patrick Mahomes um, – you know, Russell from the Seahawks, like middle infielders that played baseball that have God-given ability mm-hmm. to, th- you know, when they talk about, like, throwing off your front foot or your back mm-hmm. foot and how you should mm-hmm. load. And mm-hmm. these guys can literally do the reverse of what would look like loading up energy to throw a ball, and it throws the ball. It works. You know, and it's like, hey, if that's not you, like, learn everything you can from the framework of Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. but don't necessarily try to mimic him. Mm-hmm. Now, I do understand that, like, when you're in Little League, all we do is mimic professionals. So that's a little bit young. I think that's a little bit young for our audience. But as you start progressing and getting older, you're getting into high school, college, whatever it may be, and I'm just using this for as an example. Very little athletes probably listen to this. But you've got to find how you throw the ball. Mm -hmm. You've got to figure out, like, where am I at fundamentally? What works for me? And then you've got to stay within you, man. Like, So, yeah, man, like, am I going to come off a little cocky sometimes or – our friend's going to, like, not like that I beat the fuck out of him in cornhole and I won't slow down, like, or whatever it is. Like, hey, man, like, but you just got to love me for me then because mm-hmm. that that same demeanor or that same mindset has also kept me alive in some mm-hmm. some circumstances, you know, through some experiences that I've, that I've been in. And I also operate better. Like, I sh- like when, my, when my partner Rob looks at my target, I got, bro, 
it only makes me better. Right, like right. that works for me. It doesn't go like, oh, Rob's looking. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. This is better than mine. I'm gonna look at yours, bro. Mm-hmm. So that that's like um, that's how I operate. A, a football player that dances in the end zone or mm-hmm. or has to like talk a little trash back to like that might just be how they operate better. That might be in you know in the zone. And I'm not getting into like. That's one thing that I'm not talking about your mom. Like I'm not talking about these UFC fighters that go so far into their antics. But why can't we dance in the end zone anymore? You can. You just can't like directly face to face make fun of someone. It's taunting. So you can't. You can dance, but you can't. Like if I like, score on you, I can't get up and then get in your face. I'm like, yeah, I'm on the fucker. Yeah. Or like, how so you that, like that? So that's shit? the rule. Because I thought guys have gotten in trouble for doing their celebration if dance you, and stuff, no, just, or uh, slamming the ball down. Like, no, all that stuff. It's okay. acceptable. It's just like the taunting. Like I can't. I can't be looking at you and call it in like, yeah, how you like that? And spike the ball while I'm looking at you. That's taunting. Hmm. So yeah. interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, take it for what it is. You make yeah. a lot of money, follow the rule, right? Like, you, yeah. don't, you know. But they didn't always have that rule, right? No. Yeah. No, that's that, like was, a newer, that was this year. Yeah. You know? But the bottom line is like just, you know, like Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. Man, outlandish. <laughs> Maybe too far because now he's punching old dudes in the bar. I don't know. I don't I can't speak for that guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. but like. I do know before some of his public fights or just weird stuff that like his confidence in what he would do, he backed it up mm-hmm. and it only made his approach even stronger because now when you're have to fight him and he's in your face saying how you're going to go down yep. and he already told everyone else how someone else was going to go down and that's yep. how they went down. Yep. Man, that's going to chip in you a little bit like, man, why is this guy so confident? And then mm-hmm. your counter to that is like, he ain't never seen someone like me. We've seen it, bro. <laughs> All the cheesy ass guys that cannot yeah, keep yeah, up yeah. with that guy as an entertainer, but yeah. hey, to to think that like that didn't enhance his game, and like I'm not that far with him. I don't get inappropriate or get weird, but I do like competition. And if I'm mm-hmm. beating you, man, I do like I do like that you looked at my target. And I, mm-hmm. Hey, isn't that something, <laughs> man? Like, and I make that look so easy, huh? And like, dude, we'll talk about this with business. I think we make business look easy. We don't show mm-hmm. every single. Th- we don't have time mm-hmm. to show every single thing we do. with like. Systems and processes that are built on the back end of stuff. You get the tip of the iceberg, not because we're hiding. There's just no time. We're just setting up a goddamn podcast. Yeah, and just know? talking about the basic yeah. shit. Even just, dude, like Mark, Mark Patterson was talking the other day. He started his, his birthday. Like, happy birthday, Mark Patterson. Happy birthday, Mark Patterson, who never calls me back. <laughs> he does. I'm, I'm being funny, but he didn't call me back yesterday. So now there I'm going to punish him there on my go. podcast. But he's like, oh, dude, it's, it's hard. Oh, man, like the work that goes into it. Like, it's hard. And like, it is. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like when we're all in business, especially within like a similar or, or same field, like all of our realtor buddies, you know, and whatever, like just in this, even just in the entrepreneur world, mm-hmm. if if you don't see a sweat and we make this look easy, good. Mm-hmm. It's called the game face. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, no, man, I've I've had that game face since since I can remember. But again, I operate well from that and mm-hmm. I don't want to lose who I am just because like I, I graduate into a circle where. They have a different approach with some some Dude, things. It's just tears, bro. Well, if I'm not sacrificing my integrity, if I'm not belittling people, like you got to be who you are. Yeah. Within, you know, a high level respectable human. If you don't know who you are, figure it the fuck out. I should just let you have the last one. <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. Like mm-hmm. there's there's uh there's something to man. You're just you're memorable when you when you who you are who you are especially when you have some of the natural characteristics that you do, mm-hmm. you're fucking rememberable and you're fucking rememberable. You're memorable. And in business, especially man, if you're not 
getting the attention, if you're not memorable, if you're not uh, like just who you are, man, you're going to blend in everybody else. Yeah. And here's the deal. If you're not that outspoken, if you're, you don't quite think you're that guy, well then just go find a guy like that. Well, and you can be memorable in different ways. Like there's other yeah. ways you can be memorable. Great point. Yeah. Great point. But it's also like, there's another side of this whole coin too, because like, so this is just me. You, you've known me for years now. We work mm-hmm. together every single day. We see each other more than we see our, our wives. And you've seen, we've seen each other at every, every high, every low mm-hmm. consistently. Like you, have a great grasp, in my opinion, of whatever whatever ver- vision or whatever lens you see me through, I, mm-hmm. I, I trust because mm-hmm. it's you see it. Mm-hmm. This is me. This is me. Mm-hmm. However, in addition to like, oh, you're outspoken and confident and like, man, like that's good for business or whatever. Like, oh, the dude thrives better in competition and he'll throw you a little shade if you're if you're not doing as well. Like, but it also makes me a super easy target. To say dumb shit oh, yeah. to. Oh, yeah. There's oh, this yeah. other side of the coin where, like, I have to remove myself and deflect some of that. Everyone mm-hmm. else that gets to lay up in the cut. <laughs> now, what do you, what do you consider dumb shit when, when you say it makes it easy for people to just say dumb people shit that, to? Well, just people that assume I'm a certain way or I'm a certain person or mm-hmm. assume I'm great at everything or assume that, like, you've never had a hard day <clears throat> or, or actually had to try mm-hmm. at something or... Yeah, or just like the the super limited perspective they have on you, so they think you're an asshole or you're cocky mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Probably stuff that Andy Frisella has to deal with. Mm-hmm. Probably even more. Like I'm not even close to that guy's level as far as being out there. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, like it's you know. <clears throat> so for folks that are like not as outspoken, more internal, more whatever, it's like, well, yeah, it's easy for you to say, bro, because like, well, that's who you are. It's not easy to be who I am all the time. Right, right, but right. I got to be me, uh-huh. right? So like, hey, your difficulty is you're not outspoken. You're not certain things. So you have a hard time getting more attention. You just got to find a better way to get attention within your business mm-hmm. to grow your business. Mm-hmm. But you got to be you. So don't think that like being this way, and that's what I'm talking about when you adopt people's behaviors. Right. You know, like, um, like when, hey, everyone found out Steve Jobs was an asshole. So like, all right, let's be an asshole now. Like, if that's not you, it won't work because you're going to be an asshole at the wrong time or say they're yeah, like, yeah. that's just that guy and how he decides to push humans and he made yep. humans better in his business. And okay, but there's intuition that goes into that. And there's there's something about when it's who you are and you become successful with it. Like, yeah, I think it, I think it can go well, but you just, there's hards on both sides, mm-hmm. you, but Imagine that now, like, okay, if I adopt someone's behaviors and whatever it may be, there's still going to be some hard to it. Whatever you're projecting, there's still going to be some hard. So if it's not you, how do you know how to respond? Mm-hmm. How do you know how to handle it? Like, you don't mm-hmm. even know. It'd be like, dude, it'd be like, it's like dating and not being yourself. Dude, you're yeah. going to fuck around and she's going to like the person you're trying to be. Yep, now yep, what? Yep, yep. You're going to maintain that? Mm-hmm. And then that, that guy, that sweetheart, that whatever guy you're being, now, every time she has a question for you or a bad day or a, or you're interacting, you're trying to interact like this guy, like the guy you're envisioning yeah. would react you're, or would respond. You're an actor on a set with so a like, script. It's like compounding interest on your fake image. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just keep getting more and more and more fake because you can't even yep. speak yep. from like who you are, right? And like that's what I'm getting at as well. Like you decide to adopt characteristics in business or f- for the sake of social media. You got to keep that up now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and there's guys I talk to, like, behind the scenes and, like, good dudes. And they have incredible stories. 
And I'm like, hey, bro, why haven't you never, why haven't you ever told your story? I like your purple robe and your, you know, like, I like the fact that you have this photo of yourself with your hot tea and your purple robe and your home and your, your hair combed. <laughs> and you're speaking about nighttime before you go to bed. I'm like, dang, you're fuck. Who the fuck goes to bed like that, <laughs> Who bro? What are you talking about? I'm not on this, not on the air. Because okay. it's not about that. <laughs> oh, it's I not about that. Hear. You don't even know the guy. Oh, gotcha. No. Sounds hilarious. But it's that. It's like every photo is like. I'm like a pipe. And dude, too. I use I use filters. Yeah. Right? If I got a little bag under my eye, like I, I filter some stuff here and there. But like I don't go take a fake image yeah, yeah, yeah. to then place it into a slot to then. It's funny. To then. It's like. That's the whole high school thing, bro. That's wearing your Goodwill Nikes. Or your. Man, like this guy has lost a ton of weight. Like he's got an incredible story. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's proud of it. And I don't think he wants to own it because I, maybe he's maybe it's fear of what people would say or more is it he just doesn't want to identify with the story. Yeah. Maybe it's hard. Yeah. So I so I don't that's why I'm not saying his name on here. It's, it's yeah. not important. He's not the only one anyway. But yeah, I'm just curious about that. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect either. Like, let's just throw that out there. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but well, I am definitely not trying to act like anyone. You're not. That's for damn sure. No. Yeah. You know, so like I know, the you know. I don't agree with putting yourself into like just similar circles. Uh-huh. I don't agree with like putting around your people that are just like in love with who you are, no matter who you are in that. Like, no man, I like people that question me and mm-hmm. have great things to say and, and challenge me because I know it, it comes from a place of care. And it also just makes me more cognizant of pausing, mm-hmm. taking all of that information in and being rooted in who I am and either being okay to change my mind or change my perspective because it's needed or being politely okay to just be me bro so in addition to just taking some time to self-reflect sit on your beanbag i know you're you're you write and stuff like that what are some other things that you've done to help man just really firm up your beliefs as far as who you are just living more life just experiences getting around more people living more life being a dad holy shit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. talk about perspective and like you know like for example even just being hard on your kids, you know, like that's such the right answer. I right? like be hard on them. They need a spanking, spanking. If they're gonna cry, put them in the corner. Like that's such the like quote unquote right thing to say. Oh, I don't know nowadays. Until you have a kid, but yeah, but yeah. it's also, dude, I don't like spanking my kids. Yeah, it's hard. I'm not against it by any means, but I've legitimately had to spank Elijah like once. Mm-hmm. Outside Cash of a little tap on me. the butt sometimes. Like I but. feel like I've got a good command presence, and he knows, you know. But like, for example, even like I'm so I'm so appreciative that my parents like i joined the marine corps in 04 dude end of 04 05 like it was like melee mm-hmm. and i decided to go to the infantry so there you mm-hmm. go so do the math on that shit marine corps infantry 04 05 mm-hmm. you know uh i'm my mother's only son mm-hmm. do the math on that i didn't realize the weight behind the gift that she gave me dude she never told me not to she never told me to question it she never well i don't know what do you think you know like same with my dad, you know, like my dad was, was in the Marine Corps during, you know, during Vietnam and never pushed it on me, but I just, I, I grew my life to a place where like, Hey, that was now the decision. And just, just them having the strength to let me go when I went during that era. Now as like a father of like my son, right? It's like, you want them to do hard and challenging things, correct? Because it, it hardens you and, and you, you're experiencing things and you're going to be a better human for it. You get to figure out who you are. Yeah. But but the thought of my son being hurt mm-hmm. is imaginable. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy, right? So like just a perspective on 
how I speak to other parents or how I'm more understanding of other parents when it's like, dude, it's not letting your kiddos just do or whatever. Like it's not as, it's not as easy as you might think, but Hey, you don't want to shelter them, but then you also don't want them to walk themselves down a bad path. And Mm -hmm. so like being a father has given me way more perspective and appreciation for my parents that I was ignorant to, you know, when maybe, Hey, I took that for granted or wasn't even, wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. So I think it's just living, man. But like while you're living and you're, and you're, all of this intel, right, through life is like filling up your head. All the podcasts you're listening to, filling it like you're gathering all of this. Are you taking any time to process any of it or is it just going in and going out? Mm-hmm. You know, and you're just duplicating behaviors, duplicating beliefs du- right? and versus like pausing, man. Like let that train just stop and just process what you think about what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, like what you think about what you think of. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, you, like a podcast or, or a person. You know, like, and why do you think that, you know, infiltrates your brain by you're around and you're interacting, you know, like, what do you think about your thoughts? Like, do you, do you just believe everything you think? Yeah. And I mean, like, think like as in your thoughts, like if you were to talk to me about something right now, I'm, I'm going to be thinking of it because that's my brain. We're talking about it. You Mm -hmm. tell me, you know, how cool Vans Mm -hmm. company is Mm -hmm. shoes, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Am I just a proponent of Vans now? Because I super dig Eli and I think he's such a great dude. So like he likes Vans. So now I like Vans. Yeah. Versus like, oh, well, Vans is like the number one contributor to like baby seals dying in the ocean. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Like <laughs> super far reach. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. Yeah. Not. I don't know. But you see what I'm saying? Like, are you just adopting things because you're more in tune with like the vision or the external product you see people as? Yeah. So you just want to be them or because you think they're such a high level or good person, you're then just acting like them. Or are you are you really thinking about everything that you're that's coming? Mm-hmm. In your, like, are you processing all of that? And like, you can adopt ideologies, you can adopt certain things, but there's you can still be yourself while doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like oh. what you said too about um, man, just the discipline and hard work. I think that is one of the most fundamental, easiest ways to really find out who you are, man. When you're putting yourself through these stressful situations, that's why I love seventy five hard so much. Is because it's shit everyone can do. It's very simple. It's only two and a half months long. Yeah. But it's so fucking difficult, but so simple at the same time. It's Mm -hmm. simple. It's not easy. You know, and I think that exposure of like, oh, fuck, I got like five things to do every day and I can't even get through week two. Mm -hmm. You know, like that is really good insight because I think the quicker people can realize they ain't shit, the faster they'll start to become shit the faster they'll start to like have that respect for other people's time realize like, yeah. man, i've got a lot of work to do before i even do this thing i can read 10 pages a day what the fuck yeah like you're not shit but you're everything yeah yeah uh-huh. because you're you mm-hmm. and this is your movie mm-hmm. and you're the star of that movie and if that star of that movie is is humble and soft-spoken and whatever but powerful and it's in his own right be that guy that's okay you don't mm-hmm. have to yeah you don't have to be yeah. Dwayne the rock johnson in yeah. your movie be you in your movie, but like, yeah, you're not shit, but you're everything because mm-hmm. you can be the shit and That's you can it. be successful and you can, you know, become better, but it's gotta, but you've got to do it through being you. And yes, it's okay to just, if you're in the right circle, you don't have to adopt every ideology they have or have fear of being mm-hmm. kicked out or rooted out. And if you were, well, then you're in the wrong circle. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, and to start, like you said, and that's kind of what I meant by like the you ain't shit thing. It's okay to not have a voice right away it's okay to like you know not be good at something it's okay to be new the people that come in that need to fucking do the whole fake it till you make it document 
your public speaker before like you've done shit. There's people in real estate, you know who I'm talking about. They don't have their shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most everybody, most of them. Yeah. No, that's not true. Well, no, but I like, feel like most everybody. Does but I can't it. speak about people having. Yeah. Intera- I'm speaking yeah, specifically yeah. about to some of our interactions with people we've tried to help, and like, I watch their social media and they're giving advice uh-huh. versus yep. just document what you're doing. Hey, I woke up today at five thirty in the morning, and here's what I did. I'm like, hey, that, I, hey, that felt good. My energy was good. Like, I was a little tired come four o'clock, but man, I don't think that's like permanent. I think I'm just getting used. You know, I'll be getting used to getting up early. But hey, here's what I did. Like, mm-hmm. here's what I did to attack my day and it worked. Versus like waking up at five thirty. Yeah, we'll do these three things for your day. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> like, you don't even once. do that. <laughs> yeah, you did it. You once. know, like, and that's my whole thing with Jocko. The dude wakes up at four thirty, so then people start doing it. like, hey, man. Jocko's not telling you to wake up at 4.30 if you actually understand. Jocko is showing you his consistency. Mm -hmm. That's him. He records himself in black and white. I still can't figure it out. It's awesome. (laughs) I don't know that option on fucking Instagram. (laughs) Bless your heart. But I don't need black and white videos to then be Jocko at the same time. Right? And then I don't need to wake up at 4.30 because Jocko does it. And really, like, my mornings are shit and it's not productive. And Mm -hmm. come 12.30... You know, like, I'm not doing mm-hmm. very good. And it's like, well, why? Well, you're just being lazy. No, maybe my job requires me to be up till 1130 at night. Mm-hmm. And that's not my thing. Or, hey, man, maybe someone's natural disposition is they can sleep five hours and they're good to go. Some people need eight. Yep. So get your fucking eight. Yep. But just get consistent. And if you haven't found a way to be consistent, you know, like, you would normally wake up at 8 a.m. And then, hey, Jocko motivates you, right? Get your fucking cock hard. So now you're like the 430 year, and then you make the biggest mistake. You take the screenshot of your fucking watch and Uh-oh. you post it on your Instagram for your first one. Uh-oh. Do you know how many people I've seen do that and stop? Yeah, everybody besides Jocko. Not everybody. Anyone who's done it besides I Jocko has stopped. It's just a blanket statement. Yeah, everybody true, is, is people I can't speak to. Yeah. But I have people that I, I follow yeah. and that are on my personal Facebook, and I've watched them stop, and I'm like, it's embarrassing. Joker. But yeah. the reality is, like, that doesn't have to be you. And you wake up at 8 a.m. What if you decided to wake up at 7? Why is not why is not waking up an hour early an accomplishment mm-hmm. if you can maintain that consistency? Mm-hmm. And then for the next six months, fuck it, for the next year, you added an hour a day to your day. Mm-hmm. And you were consistent with it. That's going to tell you a lot. And then, hey, maybe you, you're doing great. At, and maybe instead of waking up even earlier, you tweak your evening. And then you make your evening more productive. That's... That's figuring out like, okay, Jocko's consistent with something. Okay, Jocko's doing that because it gives him more time. Where can I find more of my own time? And mm-hmm. understanding that like I don't have to wake up at 4.30, man. Like right. if that's not who I am or, or, or it doesn't work, like, okay, well, just find what does work for you. Mm-hmm. You know, but dude, you see people adopt that stuff and then, yeah, dude, they're doing their fucking videos and telling you how to like attack your day and like, hey, bro. <laughs> You, I'm not saying that you don't do that because it appears that you do, but you've been doing it for a week. That's not leadership, dude. That's not like lead yourself for a long time with consistencies. And then instead of trying to teach someone else's bullshit, teach what worked for you, mm-hmm. right? Because then all of a sudden you're the guy that's like waking up at 730, but tweaking your evening and then doing these things throughout your day that made you better. And guess what? Mm. You're going to speak to people that are that that also helps yep. because like, Oh dude, this guy crushes it and he doesn't wake up at four 30. Yep. He does this like, man, I'm dude. I'm more like that. Yep. Right. Like you're now giving permission for people to then 
be open-minded. They're not just given this one option of what Jocko does. And like, it's no disrespect to Jocko. Seems like a, a super good dude. But it's a great example of like people just adopting a certain behavior. Like, or like, you know, like, so that's his version of hard or he's a hard dude. Like, well, what's that? What's a hard dude? Man, it, to me. You know, like, it's just, you see what I'm saying though? Like, yeah. we're, like we're taking it way beyond the framework yeah. to like, if you don't act like Jocko, you're not hard. You know, or if you're not waking up at 4.30, you're not successful. Like, and it's like, yeah. one, he's not trying to insinuate any of that. But mm-hmm. the bottom line is, you just got to see things for what they are fundamentally. When I see Jocko yeah. waking up at 4.30, regardless of day or whatever, I'm watching Jocko's consistency. Other people might just see that that's the clock, so then they got to then do that. And it's like, well, like you say, you ain't shit. Hey, if you wake up at 9 a.m., 4.30 ain't happening for you. Yep. Maybe. Or maybe just waking up an hour early and then mm-hmm. work your way into a 4.30 if it's necessary. Well, I was going to say, like, for us, you know, how you mentioned, like, we make this look easy and stuff, right? Like, all perspective, because for us, like, the shit we do in a day and the amount of content that we do in the course mm-hmm. of a week and just, like, our day-to-day, that would really fuck some people up. But mm-hmm. to you and I, it's a normal day. Yeah. Like, if we have less than eight appointments it's like a light day if we have you know like less than all these videos and content to do it's it's a light day yeah but one of our normal days would fuck somebody up for jocko bro it's a normal goddamn day that's what people miss out yeah. is like man he's but they're too busy trying to like speak to having a day like that and yeah versus just just leading yourself and just documenting just have a what's good working. day yourself yeah and like after action reports for you are, are so good right they're so powerful of just like hey what's working what's not working whatever's working how can i triple down on that Whatever's mm-hmm. not working, how can I mitigate it or get rid of it? And running that after action report every day for yourself or every week for yourself of just, man, mm-hmm. what's working, what's not working like. Man, that's been my self. favorite part. Um, Will and I started the the Best Self Journal. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who the head guy was that kind of started that, but bestself.co or something. Really good journal. Mm-hmm. And they have like habits that you set for yourself every month that you want to focus on and then check boxes if he fucking did it that day or not yeah and that thing has been so helpful bro because yeah. i have some things on there for like okay did i eat junk food today so this is like junk food did i have sex today did i um spend time with my son did i do this did i do this and i'm going through and i'm like man it just fucking black and white real apparent where i'm real consistent and real apparent where i'm not consistent you're, yeah you're just giving a visual representation of your pattern it takes 30 seconds to go through and fill that thing out and man i've learned more in the past two weeks of doing that of things i kind of already knew but am i just seeing the visual i'm like oh shit yeah and it, the bottom line is like just finding something that works for you mm-hmm. i'm still like i struggle with journal stuff mm-hmm. sometimes i find myself borderline less productive because i I've got so many things written down or something or tasks. And then like, I get weird about taking the time to record the tasks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, versus like, man, I know what I'm, what I got going on. I know what I'm focused on. And then the after act, it's also rooted in me. It's, it's habitual because of, of the military. I'm very good with after action reports, man. Mm-hmm. What's working, what's not working, mm-hmm. whatever's working. How are we tripling down on that? Whatever's not working. How can we mitigate it or get rid of it? Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. So like one of them could be waking up early, mm-hmm. man, that's working. Triple down on that. Cool. I, not as in like, wake up even earlier but just cool make that a make that a, a constant value now. it more yeah. hey what's not working well man i'm like fucking i'm intermittent fasting because that helps me cut calories but then i'm not watching what i'm eating because i can get mm-hmm. away with it mm-hmm. mm, how can i mitigate that well still intermittent fast but prep your food mm-hmm. that's a mitigation and even if that's not working because then you're just choosing not to eat your prep food maybe try something different or you, and you just get rid of that idea altogether but like for me sometimes man like the simplicity 
of things help help me. And then I rotate an after action report. Like, but if I've got twelve or fourteen things that I'm tracking and working on, it's muddy. Versus, mm-hmm. hey, this whole th- these three to four right here, man, those are important. But like, I feel I need to address these first. Let me just mm-hmm. stop putting cake in my fucking mouth, and then I'll worry about like what ab workouts I'm yeah, gonna do yeah, at the yeah. end of my workout. Yep. You know, and then like as I'm getting through my after action reports, man, next quarter there might be something different. Now I'm tackling the other four things. Mm-hmm. Man, I really wish I could just be the journal guy, <laughs> right? Because, like, everybody's a fucking journal guy, man. No, I don't think no, so. No, a lot of yeah. people are, man. A lot of people or are, Or they're yeah. fucking yeah. lying about it. Like, fuck, yeah. like, readers, don't get me fucking started on that. <laughs> what everybody's readers? a reader. But every time, <laughs> dude, but then you, yeah. you, ironically, you come across someone that, like, has read the same book you've read, yeah. and they're not applying fucking, I mean, what fucking edition? Did you read the one that forgot to get printed? <laughs> Were there yeah. words in it? Because you're yeah. not applying anything application is totally different yeah and then like everyone's just reading all the same books you know and like dude i'm reading dan bolzerian's book right now mm-hmm. amazing social experiment shame on me for even carrying that book out of my suitcase <laughs> and people see dan bolzerian's name and face no shit. in my hand like no oh what are you reading that for what are you going to learn from that why do I, why am i learning what do, you, what do you mean like have you read hitler's book why'd you read that what are you trying to learn are you trying yep. to kill fucking people yep. <laughs> or are you just curious yeah, yeah, you know, but like, oh boy, people's people's fucking. It's like wearing a MAGA shit hat that they project, <laughs> dude. I just think I've heard Dan on interviews, and man, I think he tells the truth with a lot that he talks about with his life right now, and he's talked about mistakes and where he hasn't been so good, and like, I think he's, for the most part, honest dude. from what I can tell. So I'm just, so I'm just curious, but like, take that out of it. Like, if you're reading a book right now that's not self help. You might as well, you're, you're chastised like you're unvaccinated, okay? Like, everything you're reading is, like, for the betterment and for this and for that. Like, oh, I read this book. Then I read this book. Like, did but did you? Yeah. Or are you just saying that because the people around you are book readers? And I'm not saying don't be a book reader. I'm not saying that they're not beneficial. But it's the same thing with, like, journaling, affirmations, you know, saying 10 nice things to yourself in the fucking mirror. Like, I do believe that those things work for people. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are for everybody, but you see a lot of duplication in there of people just adopting that as far as like they're not really executing on it, but they're but they talk about that stuff because they think it's what they should be talking about because that's what's su- successful, but they're like no man, fuck that. Like if something doesn't work for me but something else does, I'm just going to talk about what works and I'm not going to shit on anything else that works for other people, but I'm also going to kind of like Throw a red flag up because I think a lot of you motherfuckers that are like quote unquote readers, no, you're not. No, you're not. And all and a lot of you that like journal to yourself every day or you write your affirmation. No, you're not. Or like you meditators out there, <laughs> stop. No, you're not. You're not meditating. <laughs> oh shit, you're like you say you're meditating. It's fucking true, dude. But like <laughs> because hilarious. it's like a thing. So you're talking about the people that just like talk about meditating all the fucking time, but, but they, don't, they don't but they, they talk like they it. do it. They talk like they do it. And you don't think they do? Dude. I know people that say so many things to me, yeah. but then a year later, you're still in the same position. So doesn't I, mean you're not doing the things. It means you're not, you're not me finish. changing. See how your insecurity is yeah. bleeding onto me? <laughs> I know you meditate. No, I don't actually. I don't. I just think like, um, let's stick with the books. Yeah. No, I don't think people read as many books as they say. Mm-hmm. No. And if a book doesn't, you know, like, I, but I think like, oh, so-and-so read that book. So you got to read that book. And mm-hmm. then you heard him talk about that book on the podcast. So when you talk about the book, it sounds like you kind of know about the book because yeah. you heard someone talk about it on a podcast and you're just regurgitating. But no, I don't yeah, think you yeah. turned 500 pages. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. And like, dude, 
Extreme Ownership's one of them. <laughs> and some books, I feel like they're encyclopedias. There's something you should yeah, yeah. go back and reference, not just cover to cover it. But yeah. yes, man, I think there are some staples that successful people have used mm -hmm. to become successful. Mm -hmm. And I think people below that are lazy and won't actually do it. But if they talk like they do it mm -hmm. and get people to buy into their bullshit, mm -hmm. they then become this like, They've got material to talk about now when it comes to being yeah. a coach or a leader, yeah. and then they can somehow like enhance their business. You know, I, I think the opposite in the sense of, I think people check the box. Like, I'm not saying the people you're talking about don't exist, but I think there's a lot of people that check the box to say that they did it because that's it. You can listen to a six hour audiobook, no problem. You know what I mean? That's like, not, no, like, no problem, right? But that's not reading. That, oh, here's my point. Like you can do that, no problem. No, you can say you read the book, no Disagreed. problem. Disagreed. It's it's not. Disagreed. It's hard to listen to an audio book. It's not hard, but I don't count. I don't count it, and I also don't think you're retaining much of it because if you got to do audio, yeah, and you're doing the audio because you're in traffic because you're working out, you're not hearing that book. Man, I retain so much better. I don't. Audio I disagree. I, no, no. I'm I, not, I, yeah. No, I, for no, me, I, I I don't retain shit that I I, need. I retain audio. But if I'm going to listen to a book, I'm, yeah. pa I'm paused. I'm not working out. Me working out and counting reps and breathing yeah, heavy and staring yeah. at some chick's ass, I'm not retaining yeah. the audio. If I'm driving, that's I can't do it working out. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when I'm reading a book, I'll be what I'm saying five is, pages through, and then I'm like, I haven't fucking read anything. I was thinking right. about some other bullshit. And you're right. But, but here's, here's what I was getting with it. I think... Fundamentally, the, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off because <laughs> I, I hate go you ahead, right go now. Ahead. If you're going to do audio or read, that's sure. fine. But fundamentally... Sitting down and paying attention to whatever you're doing if you're mm -hmm. trying to retain something is required. Mm -hmm. Whatever your form of learning is, is fine. But if you're doing the audio in lieu of, quote unquote, having the time, so mm -hmm. it's during your workout and you're a CrossFitter, don't fucking talk to me about whatever book you read. <laughs> or it's in not, the car. Yeah, yeah or because it's like, no, you're going to get some little key phrases and things, but like, hey, are you maximizing the time you're, you're kind of giving to that mm -hmm. versus like, could you listen to an audio book and... Grab a cup of coffee and grab your notebook because you're a note taker mm -hmm. and notes mm -hmm. are good for you. And even if you, you know, or you just like writing things down because it helps you retain while you listen, you've got your cup of coffee and are you present mm -hmm. with what you're trying to accomplish there? Or if like, well, hey, I'm going to, I read, I read 19 books a month. I want to, hey, I, I read four books a week, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, you don't dude. And if you're, and if you're doing that during, during the time that you're doing everything else, yeah. no man, I question whether you're you're actually retaining all of that. And then I just, I question you as a person that's trying to then tell people what they should be doing. I, yeah. I don't. So here's where I was going with that. So I think that's actually the easy part, the 10 minutes of meditation, the reading your book or listening to your audio book. I think that's the easy part. The hard part is applying the fucking shit, taking the mm -hmm. time to digest it and make sure you're actually focusing it's on because that. because you're a liar. To turn it into your actual traits. You to, don't get to say, listen, you're embellishing. If you have an audiobook mm -hmm. and you listen to it while you, and I'm just, I'm not saying you, mm -hmm. I just mean mm -hmm. in general, right? And you listen to that during your workout and your workouts are intense and you're doing your thing. I've done that before. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't work for you. No. <laughs> Scientists will literally tell you like you cannot <laughs> yeah, yeah. multitask and retain shit correct. that way. Yeah, yeah. Scientists. No, I know you can't multitask. Okay. Like it's yep. not like you're not gaining. Yep. So yep. to yep. be able to say you read that book and, it's like, man, you're embellishing. So yeah. it's like, oh, dude, I read four books a week. Well, let's break that down. That's what that's what you're embellishing because yeah. yeah, you're 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 making a lie acceptable because well, technically, 
I hit play on this thing, and it played from page one to page 500 every day for a week and a half while I was working out. But, like, you remember maybe a third of the book. Like, yeah. well, yeah, no wonder why it's so fucking hard to go apply it that, or that's take my action. Point. Yeah, that's my, that's my point with all these But people. what I'm saying is it's completely unacceptable. Mm -hmm. If you think it's acceptable, then tell, you, tell people you read that book. No, I think you're embellishing. Well, you're telling yourself you read that shit. You know what I mean? I know, but then... That's the problem. But yeah. then again, like, you're embellishing. Like, it's not accurate. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. I just... So, I don't know. But I, I do think there's popular things, like... You know the fads that come in, right? Like... All of it. Even yeah. in bodybuilding. Like, when fucking intermittent fasting came around. Mm -hmm. Or vegan. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, Keto's there's people the worst, There's yeah. people that are really in it. Mm -hmm. But then there's people that are, like... Virtue signaling, man. Oh, yeah. We, we make fun of vegans all the time. Not all the time, but, like, society makes fun of vegans and, like, oh, you know. But, like, look, the bottom line is, man, there are some real vegans that d decide to choose mm -hmm. to live a certain way and, like, they're committed and they're doing it. And then, cool. But then there's also people that virtue signal. And, and there's virtue signaling in the self-health leadership entrepreneur realm because, like, you're doing what other successful people say that they do, mm -hmm. but you're not actually doing it. You're just saying that you're doing it to appear like you're one of them, yeah, yeah, and you're not. Yeah, so yeah, you're, so you're just virtue signaling to try to, like, appear yeah, to be something that you're that's fucking so not. so common. That oh, used God. to be low-carb, low-fat. Now with self-development space, all those same things have transferred over here. And it's like, dude. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And, and, and the caveat is, yeah, like Will said, he's not shitting on reading. He's not shitting on meditating. Those things are extremely no, dude, I beneficial. Read, but I read. Yeah, right, I read. Right, right, right. I open the book and I read it and I take notes. Extremely beneficial. And dude, there's times where like, if I'm reading something that's like not Dan, Dan Bolzerian, that's like a, a book for like just curiosity. And, and I like see your notes on that. Like, okay, 40 no. girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hi, hon. Yeah. Oh, thanks for cooking dinner. Hey, listen, got a Cocaine proposition plus Viagra plus ecstasy equals, equals heart 40 attack. girls. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, like, um, but for me with self-help books, I don't go cover to cover. If I, as I read, if something is like good or like it resonates with me and I write it down, there's a lot of times I will, I'll put that, that book away for a week, man. Like I, and I go apply mm -hmm. whatever lesson that was until I feel like I've grasped that concept and then I will move on into the book. I'm in no rush to finish the book to say I read four books a week. I'm in uh, no rush. No. I'm in a rush to retain and execute what yeah. I think could work for yeah. me. So self-help stuff, that's how I, dude, there's mm -hmm. self-help books right now, like, I'm a quarter of the way through, but the quarter I'm through has done dividends for me compared to, like, you could have read it nine times and you still don't fucking get yep, it, because yep. it's in your fucking earphones while you're doing your half-assed workout. Yeah, you know, I'm on a reading hiatus right now. Like, I'm intentionally not taking shit in. I did order, okay Dan, too. I did order Dan's book, but, like, <gasps> I, feel, I feel like the past 10 years has Carry been so... Carry that at the farmer's uh, market. It's been so information heavy that it's doing me a disservice to keep it going right now. And it's like, man, like, when I'm driving and stuff, I'm, I'm intentionally trying to, like, not play music. Like, just be... Just fucking be in my car. You got you know? that from me. I did. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, you hear <laughs> sometimes my truck uh -huh. is completely quiet. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. There's nothing. I don't need any noise going into any of my... But again, the self-awareness and just, hey. But then talking about that. The absence of yeah. of knowledge or whatever you want to frame it up as can be extremely beneficial Let's for you. Let you form your own shit. Period. Mm -hmm. You know, but like, oh, we're going long-winded today, which is fine. It's ours. <laughs> Hopefully people are getting something from this. But like, yeah, man, like... Try things that people do. Yeah. You know, like if successful people meditate, give it a, a value, give it a valiant effort. Mm -hmm. And if it works for you or you find a form of meditation that works for you, dude, that is so awesome. And if it doesn't, but then something else works for you, 
that's okay too. But talk your truth, man. Mm -hmm. And if my circle, if I'm not doing something that my circle does and then I won't be accepted by my circle, I don't want that circle. That's mm -hmm. not my circle, man. Yeah. My yeah. circle is around me because I'm a good dude, not because I, I go fucking do yoga with them. Okay. Yeah. Like, yep. yep. And then you also got to understand it like, hey, I'm not doubting that certain things are beneficial. I'm just doubting whether people are actually doing it because they've processed those thoughts versus they're just saying that they're doing it. You yep. know, like, yep. I doubt they're it. doing it the right way, putting a real effort. So, yeah. So, no disrespect to journals, man. Like, hey, if you're a journaler, be a journaler. Mm -hmm. If you're not, don't. But it's like, it's like my vegetable analogy. You know, like when, um, like when we have vegetables for our kids, right? Like, Cash doesn't want to eat broccoli. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what are you going to eat? Right. Spinach? Green beans? What? Because you're eating something, and the shit's going to be green. Mm -hmm. So what <laughs> green would you like? But we're not yeah. just going to not eat broccoli. Yeah. And I'm also not going to douse your broccoli in cheese. To, no. Call it broccoli. Same yeah. thing, right? Like, you don't have to meditate, but what are you going to do? Yeah. And I would say... And you don't have to douse your meditation with distraction to call it meditation, like book reading. Right? Like, mm -hmm. hey, you're not, hey, not going to read books? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Right? And then mm -hmm. however you learn, be that. But you're also not going to like say you read books, but douse it with <laughs> car rides and workouts and everything else to, to then be able to say that you do it yeah, when yeah. it's no, like it's not, that's not doing it. Like, hey, and you're not busy. Let me, let me just leave this and I'll let Eli have the last word. You're not fucking busy. You are inefficient with your time. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just say, try things in different phases. I've gone through so many phases in my life where it's like something just wasn't right for me and I just thought it wasn't right for me. Mm -hmm. And then I accidentally or just whatever reason decide to come back and try something yeah. years down the road. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is different. Timing. You know, like this is different. So but if you're going to try it, try it. Yeah. And if not, hey, yeah. that's okay too. Like, yep. dude, there's things that you and I have talked about in business or something that would be cool, but it's like, man, it's just not the right time. Like, mm -hmm. We've got these things and we're committed to these things and this is the lane that we're in. And hey, when we can bite off more, we'll bite off more. Until mm -hmm. then, hey, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you're out there doing it, you can speak your, when you're, and you're seeking your own improvement and you're thinking about your thoughts, like you can speak your truth, man. And it's not, you're just, you're not a, you're not a carbon copy of some other bullshit. That's the title right there. Well, and dude, that's what makes <laughs> shit bullshit. Yep, you is. want me to be a meditator, but everybody that I meet sucks at it because, like, you're clearly <laughs> not a, you know, like, I'm being funny, right? Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. And if you just start looking into meditation, boy, are there different forms of meditation. Completely different. Yeah, and it's they're not all still. Uh -uh. There's walking Completely meditation. Uh -huh. There's lying down meditation. There's uh -huh. seated meditation. What do you mean walking meditation? Yeah, mm -hmm. and it ain't with your fucking eyes closed. Mm -mm. You got to see where you're going. Like, mm -hmm. but again, it's just getting rooted into like, oh, you're open to meditation. People have found benefit to it. Well, don't think that that's sitting down with your legs crossed, humming at your YouTube channel <laughs> or whatever soundtrack you're listening to. True. No, there's different forms of meditating. Try them all if you'd like. But it's also like you might find a form of meditation that is not the same yep. as what's been preached to you that really works. And then speaking your truth and talking about what you do. And documenting what you do that in turn makes you successful. And that's just where I wish mm -hmm. people would have would resonate with versus like, well, let me be in with the in crowd. Yeah, let me, yeah. you know, they read books. I'll go to read books like, no, and definitely don't say you do it if you don't do it. But find out what you do do. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Eli, all insecure today. I was like yeah. tacking your audio books on. No, like, no. Oh, I'm man. just to me. That's like like 
it's just it's one of those things like I, I think a lot of people do read books they're just terrible at fucking I'm okay with audio doing anything with them I'm not talking right yeah. I'm, I'm okay reading or audio people are terrible at just doing anything with it well, it's checking the fucking box but it's because it's like hey look this is like two form right it's how do you learn mm-hmm. okay audio reading video whatever video yeah. however you learn but then cool hey I learned I learned this way mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so now we found the lane you learn in but you also have to be present to then absorb your lane of learning. Mm-hmm. So if you're an audio person, I'm, dude, it's not that I don't listen to audiobooks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I'm in a place where I want to retain and learn, I pause. Mm-hmm. So whether I'm going to stop and read the book. I don't, I don't, you know, like if you're doing an audiobook so you can do it while you're doing something else, mm-hmm. I'm questioning it. Mm-hmm. I'm only questioning it because fucking scientists question it. And mm-hmm. because I've done it and with integrity, I can tell you, no, man, I think I'm a pretty efficient dude mm-hmm. i've done a lot of dynamic shit man and like high stressful environments i think my brain processes well so if mm-hmm. i'm struggling with it it's like oh it must be like everybody else maybe other you know and like do i remember some things from audiobooks for my workout mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. i do but dude i gotta go back and listen to chapters man yeah because you'll be in a workout and four chapters will go by but you remember two things that's me reading a book i got that's fine but that. what, I'm, so yeah. what i'm getting yeah, at yeah. is like i'm not trying to shit on how people learn yeah yeah identify with how you learn yeah. but then understand when you go to learn you've got to be present for your learning so mm-hmm. if you're audio if you open the book if you're visual and not pause yeah. and if you like listening to it in the gym cool but then just find a way to like hey this evening this weekend i'm gonna go back I'm going to sit down and relax and listen mm-hmm. and be present for the book I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my thing. It's yeah. not so much yeah. of like how you want to learn. It's that we're talking about learning now. Yeah. So regardless of how you learn, yeah. are you learning or are you distracted? Are you? And when people are like, well, dude, I just, I, I just suck at reading. When's the last time you wrote? Mm-hmm. How much do you, how much do you write? Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. And well, Hey, I suck at reading. Like, When's the last time you read a chapter and then wrote your thoughts down? Yeah, yeah. You might be better at reading and comprehension than you think that just hasn't been taught to you appropriately. And mm-hmm. you also haven't done it for a while. And yes, the reason why I like reading is because you and I are extremely busy. It's very hard for me to like, if I do audio, to pause. Mm-hmm. If I open a book, I'm not driving. Mm-hmm. I'm not working out. Actually reading, actually opening a book forces me to be present and yeah. to pause. Yeah. And then I grab my notebook. And for some things that resonate, I will write some things out. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like the integration me. part. It reminds me of uh, like psychedelics. Integration is a big thing in psychedelics and mm-hmm. like all the big ones because the experience can be so distracting. Mm-hmm. You know, as to like what's going on and what's happening. You're thinking things and you're feeling things, but you're distracted because there's a lot of input happening. Yeah. So afterwards, like immediately afterwards, taking notes, doing fucking drawings, yeah. like talking to and a just, recorder. Yeah, and then like self-limiting thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Or like when I talk about like, hey, go try things that have made people successful, but give it a valiant effort, one, mm-hmm. before you start being a fan of it, mm-hmm. two, before you give up on it. So like to, to combat your, you like that word? Deliberate. <laughs> I'm arguing you right now. To combat your, dude, I'm just not a good reader. Man, I mm-hmm. question that because mm-hmm. you have... You're extremely smart, and I, w- I would agree, you know, if you were to say, hey, you know what, like, I have other forms, you know, that tend to be, that fall naturally for me mm-hmm. with technology mm-hmm. and things like that, mm-hmm. but I also wonder, like, hey, if you sat down with a mm-hmm. book and a fucking notebook and read one chapter, mm-hmm. or you read 10 pages, mm-hmm. 
And then you wrote a couple of thoughts down on your 10 pages. Hey, would you be more present? Would you be paused? And would you come to find out that you're actually not a bad reader and you mm-hmm. comprehend super well because pausing actually let you absorb it more and then you writing it out at the end of that chapter, yeah. a couple yeah. bullet points. Yeah. I wonder, and then you would go, and then here's, here's what I meant. Mm-hmm. You're super manly in your Carhartt vest. You don't know where it came from, <laughs> but you catch yourself at the end of a chapter writing and you're in your Carhartt and you're whisking, you go, Will's amazing. <laughs> he was so right. Will's belief in me. I know, right? It's like, God damn it. But that's what I mean, yeah, right? Because yeah, like, yeah. saying you're not a, me- a meditator. Ah, mm-hmm. you get, have you tried it? Right. And if you try it, you don't get to try it once and it wasn't for you. Are you giving it a valiant effort before you give up on it? Are you also giving it a value effort before you're a cheerleader for it and saying mm-hmm. that that's the thing for you mm-hmm. versus finding your form. So I'm challenging Eli yeah, yeah. to pause and read <laughs> and write a couple notes. Yeah, I, like I, it. I don't think it's that you're a bad reader. I don't think you want no, I'm not to a bad reader. I just, I'll let myself get too distracted. You, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's what I was going to see how yeah. you interrupted me. You cut me off all the time. <laughs> to tell you my own thoughts. So weird. I know. Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I think the reading part is because you actually have to pause. Yeah. You yeah, aren't a pause. Part. You're yeah. like, if a, I'm, I need to be doing something that's, but it's first, yep. it's like, Hey, if you pause to retain what you're reading yep. and then you take that into the execution mode, like you'll realize mm-hmm. how valuable that pause yeah. is versus yeah. like getting the watered down audiobook. Yeah. And yeah. again, hundred percent tell my friends out there, if you audiobook, I'm so okay with it. But if you're doing it during fucking rush hour traffic while you're yelling at people and during <laughs> your workout, just don't come to me and tell me that you're reading 15 books a month. Okay. <laughs> no shit. Such bullshit. I know there needs to be like, um, an asterisk by or something. I, and the fact that you even say that's like, why do you even feel like you have to say that to me? Yeah. Full disclosure. If ever I do tell somebody like, Oh, I'm reading this or something. I'm like, well, actually I'm listening to it. Like I even feel guilty if I'm using the reading word versus listening. Eli's back pedaling on our relationship. <laughs> no. All these, all these books I thought you oh, read. Shit. No, no, no. What else do you lie about Eli? It's all audio. <laughs> all no. audio. No, audio is cool, man. I do. I do. I'm getting long winded. on. I gotta tell you though, book. if I had to like, read about cryptocurrency or something could never fucking happen i well that's where i feel that's where i feel video and audio because they can give powerpoints or like Like graphical different topics like are are different things that are outside of your scope like i'm sure some people that yeah like real technical maybe i I think some people that are like great at writing code like could probably listen to things but if you're if you're trying to expand your brain into something where like you're not so great at it having visual examples of what they're talking about yeah, on the screen yeah. while listening. Even just someone seeing someone's, even if there's no visuals, just it's seeing huge. someone explain it. Well, man, and I'm glad you say that because I'll tend to read a book and I'll, and then that person will be on like podcasts and things. Yeah, and I'll, I'll yeah. hear them elaborate on what's already in the book. Yep. And I get, I feel like I, I get some good layers there. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Do happy all. Friday, Eli. Happy Friday. It's good. No, we got shit man. to do. But I, I know. We got to go film some uh, new videos. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Happy Friday. We'll see All you. All right. Happy Friday, you. guys. Thanks for watching. Day $1.00 out. I'ma slip it on down and turn it up Southbound and we trailblazing, yeah, but